Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! Who lives in the pine? When I'm driving, I got a guy on the radio who talks to me. I can't see him, but he talks to me. If nautical nonsense be something you wish, then drop on the deck and... Wow! Thanks for joining us, folks. You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show. We're streaming live at uh, drewmarshall.ca, and we're live right here on Real Radio in southern Ontario in the Toronto area on Joy 1250. Just had a great conversation with Enrico Colantoni, who was uh, the big guy on Flashpoint. Uh, what a television show that, that is. really good interview. It was... Yeah, I like him. That was very cool. Enrico was in Just Shoot Me and, and uh, Veronica Mars. Uh, he played the weird alien in Galaxy Quest which everyone asks him about. But there's no one stranger, folks, in the in the world of entertainment than a guy who's got a cell phone case with SpongeBob SquarePants all over it, <laughs> Mr. Danny Gokey. How you doing? Good, good. I, I, was, I loved hearing that intro of SpongeBob. Man, just, I wish I had a TV in hand so I could watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Like, what was it that compelled you to reach out and say, that's the one? That's the case for me. You know, it's funny. My wife bought it for me because uh, I just became a fan of SpongeBob a long time ago. When I was uh, doing tons of touring, I, uh, man, I used to get that as gifts all the time. Just like SpongeBob t-shirts, mugs. I'm just a SpongeBob kind of guy. I don't know how to explain it. It's creepy. Can I just say that straight up, Danny? It's creepy. Creepy. You know, it might be creepy to you, but I think a lot of people are creepy then because there's a lot of people my age. I love it. <laughs> you need help, brother. Danny Gokey has come out with a book that we're going to talk about in a little bit here, but I want to tell you the title. It's called Hope in Front of Me, Find Purpose in Your Darkest Moments. Love this stuff. His journey I love. Everyone loves him. As a matter of fact, I didn't really give a holy grunt about you until 2011, and I became a gokehead. Oh, nice! But I still, I still haven't peed my pants for you. Good, good, because that, that would be weird. You know, you saying I was weird. That would be weird if you did. So I'm glad you haven't. Dude, that was the funniest story I've ever heard anybody tell <laughs> tell me about one of their fans uh, lifting up the shirt and going, "Look, I peed my pants because I was so excited to meet." I'm, really? My hey, my heart sunk in my stomach because I didn't know how to respond. Imagine you be, imagine you sitting there signing stuff, and then someone does that to you. I mean, how do you respond to that? <laughs> I kind of wanted to run. Depends. I kept my composure. <laughs> Listen, I, I see what you did there. I want thank you, thank you. I want to thank you for for uh, like look. I get I get uh, people give me stuff. Hey, eh? they think I'm important uh, because I got a microphone. I'm not, uh, but they give me stuff. They give me books. They give me CDs. They give me tickets to things. And you said, hey, why don't you come to the concert? And I'm like, man, I'd love to. Tell me about the concert. Well, it's it's in, it's in Toronto. Oh, cool. Who is there anyone else? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift. Oh, okay, Taylor Swift. I don't, I don't care about Taylor Swift, but I'll go to see you. So we're walking into the Air Canada Centre, which seats, you know, 350 million people. And, and we're walking closer and closer and closer front row seats dead center at the taylor swift concert in toronto you came out rocked it i think you might have even winked at me i'm sure you remember it and then after you was a band called need to breathe which by the way we now use don't tell them because i don't want to have to pay copyright stuff we use their song for our show opener outsiders and uh and then taylor swift comes on the stage and two things happened to me that night danny uh number one 
I went deaf because of the screaming girls behind me. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I remember those. I remember those days. And then I, for the first time in my life, discovered what kind of underwear Taylor Swift wears. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? I have never seen yellow underwear like that in my life. See, this is okay. So this all makes sense now because my my managers, you know, prepped me for the call because you know I'm doing a bunch of different uh, stuff now with interviews and press for the book and yeah and she says she brings up a few things but she brings up yellow underwear and i said i have no idea <laughs> what yellow underwear. I, I, in my mind i'm thinking like does she think i showed this man my yellow underwear or something? <laughs> man, that's, not, that's not what happened we just need to keep this all cleared up right now <laughs> so now dude I'm, you connected the dots for me man this is really making me you feel better I'm now i'm almost kind of scared of this call man i was you know, dreading it a little bit now can we connect another dot? Was it SpongeBob yellow? Uh, SpongeBob yellow underwear pants. You see that no, it's all full circle. It's all full circle. Yes, dude. She would be dude. She des- deserves an award if she wears SpongeBob. Yellow <laughs> <underwear>. <laughs> Listen, I I got it honestly. It was you know I I went into the thing going I don't care about Taylor Swift. Went away from it going my goodness I like this chick. Well. You know, <laughs> yellow underwear <soldier. laughs> yeah. But Danny, you actually are a very, very—I don't know why I said actually—you're just a talented dude. I love the resonance in your voice. I love your music, and I'm glad you brought the soul back to country. Good for you, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. It's been a lot of fun. Randy Travis was a mentor for you on uh, Country Night back when you were on Idol. Have you been in touch with him lately? Because he's not uh, doing too well. No, I know. I actually haven't. I've been hearing a few things here and there from him. I wish I could, but man, it's you know, it's funny how quickly you have conversation with people one day, and then how quickly they're gone out your life the next day. And so, I uh, haven't had, haven't even seen him. I've been to a lot of events, also a lot yeah. of different events, and I haven't seen him. Um, uh, you know, I hope, I hope things are getting better for him. Yeah, I hope so, too, because uh, enjoyed my conversation with him on our show a number of years ago and uh, just seems like a neat guy, you know. Um, he's obviously got a hurt. Yeah, man, he's great. He's down to earth. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, great. Yeah. He's down to earth. Now, listen, I, I want to know if you're still stoked about doing country because I, I got drug out to, yeah, that's how you say it, I got done drug out to a country music festival up here, and I didn't know what to think, and I, and I walked, it's called Boots and Hearts, tremendous festival. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. you got to play that. The guy who runs the festival is on my show next week. I'm going to drop uh, your name and see if we can get you up here. You're still hunkering down into the country scene big time? You know, it's it's one of those things where it's always going to be, you know, it's always going to be a part of, you know, who I am. You know, I was raised up listening to it, and I, I love it. You know, I love it, and I love it, and I love it. I, you know, unfortunately, it was one of those things that, you know, radio did not pick up too much of um, when, I was, when I was doing my radio tour. That was kind of disappointing. Hmm. But it's always got a definite, like, real special spot in my heart. And I always love, man, I always love doing country shows. But, you know, with this new product that I'm on in the, in the, in the, in the uh, studio, man, we're nailing some soul music, man. Good. I got to tell you, man, it's, it's getting deeper, deeper in soul than we've ever been before. But, but yeah, man, I, I love, like, when I do my shows now, I love pulling, you know, the country stuff, man. Because it's, it's just hot, man. It's just, it brings people to their feet and gets them going. You know what I mean? Cool. Very cool, man. We tried to book Lionel Richie for today's show. My attorney has some connections in that whole scene. Uh, basically, the bottom line is, as people said, mm, the concert sold out. We're not doing any media. You know, that makes sense. Uh, but, but yep. you, you know, that was kind of a cool thing when... when um, actually, his people said to me they didn't, they didn't want him to do my show today because he's still threatened by you, right? So... <laughs> well, you know, man, I mean, he's... I sent him a text and let him know that, you know... I apologize if I've outsold him in every arena and <laughs> yeah. sold more CDs. 
you know, it's one of those things. I just, I just asked him, can we still be friends? And, I, and I, he texted back saying, yeah, so it's all good. We're still good. It's funny. I have this other friend named Shane Weeb who did Canadian Idol, and, and uh, he did a thing with Lionel Richie as well, just like you did. Man, Lionel's a big guy, man. He's all over the place. He is. Not as big as me, but he's, all, he's almost he's, as big as me. He's, a, he's omnipresent. I got done told again that you, uh, you married. See, last time you and I talked, it was 2011, and you said you finally felt yep. ready to move on. You weren't kidding, dude, because what happened on Christmas 2011? Uh, listen, when, that was in, uh, when, when you and I talked, that was, what, what was that, July? Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah something like that. that. I don't know, something like that. You, you had put it out there on air that you were, you were good to go, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, and so, so at the time, I didn't tell you, though, that I just started talking to a young lady that I'd met, and um, man, she was starting to steal my heart. And, you know, from the day we met to the day we got married, it actually ended up being about seven months. That's it. Yeah. And so uh, I think around right around July, I was just getting, uh, just, it was starting to get a little more serious. The serious can get in a few months, but um, it's, man, it took off. We got a son now. I mean, we have a kid. We, yeah. We've been married for, it be two years, uh, November 30th. He yes. gets engaged December, you know, Christmas 2011. A month later, he gets married. Then a year later, and trust me, I did the math, you had a child. Boy, you're moving and growing. Yeah, yeah, we did, man. I, I gotta tell you, it's the best decision I could have ever made, man. I, I, I love, I, I love my wife and I love my son, man. You know, I'm traveling right now, and it's it's so hard to get away from uh from them, but it's all worth it, though. It is all worth it for what I do. I wish you and Jennifer Lopez all the best. I really do. Ah, uh, yes. So many people tell me that she looks. I tell me that she looks like Jennifer Lopez. It's hilarious. She's um, a pretty girl. I mean, I, I think she's better looking than Jennifer, but yeah. Have you, um, did you get a, another tat on your left deltoid? I didn't. I didn't yet. My my, my wife does not like tattoos. She Ooh. does not like him at all. And I've, I've been talking to her again about getting another one, so I'm, I'm trying to work this angle on her. So maybe the next interview I might have another one. Okay. All right. Listen, have her call me. I'm happy to uh, to preach tat to her, okay? As long as, <laughs> like, if she didn't make you get a tattoo, then maybe that also means she didn't force you to wear a white suit on your wedding day again. No, yeah, no, she didn't straight wear no, yeah, definitely not a white suit. Nuh-uh. No, thank you. Folks, we're on the line with Danny Goki, and, uh, you know, Danny's Mr. American Idol. Danny is the guy with the glasses. Danny is the guy who had the heart-wrenching story about, you know, his wife passing just before being on American Idol. And his his entire story, you know, the whole thing is uh, is in this book that he's just released, Hope in Front of Me, Find Purpose in Your Darkest Moments killer read fantastic read love this book very well done it looks good it feels good it reads good it's a sweet book man well done dude i appreciate it man i poured i poured my heart into that book i know it's going to help you know because my story was so interesting you know on the show you know i I just had lost my first wife and was walking through the darkest moment of my life where i didn't want to live i wanted to die essentially and i found purpose in that moment and that's just what i share with other people i just want to show them that you know no matter what you're going through there's a better day ahead of you you know what i mean they got to turn the page and start the new chapter a lot of times we stay back in the old and we don't embrace what's out in front of us let me ask you uh, danny your spiritual life did it change kind of much post-idol like uh, you know what kind of post-idol guy did you turn into did you pee in any mop buckets did you spit on any fans uh, you got any any friends named lil no man see i didn't do none of that stuff i don't uh, i mean i just I, I kept you know everything i was raised in church and I don't know. You know, faith has always been a big part of who I am, and it's really never changed. Um, I think that kind of proves your faith almost is when it, it. I don't know when it when it just changes you from the inside out. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, none of that none of that craziness has been happening. 
Okay. Yes. That's cool. That's cool. Listen, we're just about out of time here. I just wanted to name drop a couple things. First of all, it sounds like you're doing something with uh, with a buddy of mine next weekend, uh, Rick Warren. What are you doing uh, at Saddleback? Uh, Saddleback, I'm going to promote the book, and I'm going out there to sing a little bit, and um, it's going to be fun. I've never been out that way before. Okay, will you, will you do me a favor? Will you sneak up behind Rick, pinch his right buttocks, and say that's from Drew Marshall? Man, dude, you're asking a lot. But I'm going to try it. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I got one more favor. One more favor I got to ask you. Yeah. Uh, my buddy right. my buddy Tim here is going to dial a phone number. I want I want us to leave a voice message, a voicemail message for a friend of right. ours, a mutual friend. We're going to leave a voicemail message for Candace Cameron Bure, okay? Oh, you know Candace. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's let's you did an interview right before you did mine, didn't you? Last I think time? I think so. Her people bug me all the time to come on my show, and I just get so sick of, of listening and, you know, chatting with her. So oh, here it is. This, it's ringing right now. This is Candace. We'll just leave her a voice message. Cool. Because she, she never picks up, right, because she's a big, you know, she's a celebrity, right? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. Oh, hi. Is this Candace? Yeah. Hi, Candace. This is uh, Drew Marshall calling. Um, you're live on the Drew Marshall Show, and I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine. Uh, Danny, do you want to say Hi. Yeah, hey, Candace, this is uh, Danny Koki, Long Time No See. How you been? <laughs> Hi! I'm good! How are you? Good. Did we catch you off guard? Uh, no, you just caught me. It, well, yes, you caught me off guard, but I'm in the car with my kids, and we're driving to hockey. Driving to hockey, so the car must really smell like hockey equipment. That's disgusting. <laughs> Candace, we didn't think you'd actually pick up the phone because you know you're you're a big star and everything, and and you you don't pick up, you ignore phone calls and stuff, right? That's what that's. Well, you were really fortunate because you <laughs> I was fortunate because my name didn't come up. Is that what you said? Really? It didn't come up. Yeah, it was like a local number. So had I seen that it was Drew, I definitely would have hit the end button and not picked up. Oh, my goodness. Listen, I know Danny Goki is a big fan of yours, and I know that you are a big fan of his. So I just wanted to have a little, a quick 30-second love fest. That's all I'm trying to do here. Spread love. Uh, a love fest of... Because we we did our little day's work on a on a little Fox movie called Truth Be Told, and I was very yeah. excited. Danny, you were awesome. And well, I, I appreciate that, so Candace. It's so good to hear from you. It's been too long. No. Listen, it, it's it's starting it's starting to get awkward with cell phone uh, delay. You know, it's kind of yeah. like it's like the first date that Candace and Val had, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I know, and I'm in a bad area too. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Well, Danny and I just wanted to say that we could not do the season 11 premiere of the Drew Marshall show without you, and we, we both love you very, very much. All right. Well, goodbye, Candace, and, and all the best with, with the children and the hockey and the wine. I drink the wine because of hockey. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. Bye. 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 Don't hang up on Danny. <laughs> She'll hang up. Oh, there you go. I just thought I'd, you know, be silly there. Cool, man. Did that cool, work? Man. That was fun. Did yeah. that work? Yeah, it worked for me, dude. Absolutely, it did. All right, I listen. you taking the time, man, and, and talking. 
Danny Goki, folks, you want to go to dannygoki.com. This is an overused phrase, but he really is. He is the real deal. He is as genuine as Candace is. You know, our, our listeners know Candace real well, again, because she's on our show almost every stinking week. But Danny is just, I don't know, I just love your authenticity, man. So get this guy's book, okay? You're going you're gonna to love this read. It's called Hope in Front of Me, Find Purpose in Your Darkest Moments. And the guy poured his guts out into this book. Danny, thanks again for joining us, man. Thank you so much, Drew. Look forward to talking to you again. We'll see you, man. All right, bud. Bye. Danny Goki on the Drew Marshall Show. This is him singing. We'll be right back. It's hard to find quality guest speakers these days. If they're interesting, they're usually expensive. And if they're cheap, they're usually boring. Well, here's someone who's both expensive and boring. Drew Marshall is a high school dropout who tried to become a pro football player but didn't make it. He then tried to become a firefighter and didn't make it. Now he's trying to become a stand-up comic. (laughs) Good luck with that, Mr. Marshall. But if you're looking for someone who's unpredictable, incredibly honest, provocative, genuine, then we've got the right guy. Everyone seems to be an expert on something these days. Why not book someone who's an expert on nothing? Except how to be brutally honest about yourself and your faith. To book Drew Marshall as your guest speaker, go to drewmarshall.ca. 